Listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We have a fun event here in St. Louis. Really mm-hmm. excited to share that with you today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. You know, Concordia University, Wisconsin is a great Lutheran educational institution. Mm-hmm. And if you like Lutheran educational institutions, particularly Lutheran schools here in the St. Louis area, we have a great event to share with you today. Our friends from Lutheran Elementary School Association are here to talk about the outstanding event called Brew in the Lou here in St. Louis. It's a really big event. Lots of people come and enjoy and support Lutheran schools. Joining us today, Pastor David Greenwald from Resurrection Lutheran Church here in St. Louis. He's also a member of the Board of Directors for Lutheran Elementary School Association. Pastor Greenwald, welcome. Hi, thanks. Great great to be here. Thanks for having me. And our dear friend, Libby Guberle. She is the CEO of Lutheran Elementary School Association. Libby, welcome back. Hello. So excited to have you here because this is a big, really fun event here in St. Louis, and you have some great details to share with us about that. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Thanks for coming in and sharing those details today. All right, Pastor Greenwald, you are your pastor. Yeah. You serve on the board of directors for Lutheran Elementary School Association. You also have kids in Lutheran schools, right? Yes, I do. Yes, All I right. do. Yeah. So let's hear your story about why Lutheran schools are important to you. Why did you choose Lutheran schools for your family? Yeah, sure. So I have four kids. My oldest is in third grade at Green Park. My second oldest is in first grade at Green Park. My third, uh, well, second youngest, is at our church preschool. And we love it. And that was a big thing for me as I was discerning this call to resurrection uh, five years ago now, that they were part of a school association made a, a great deal of difference to me. So I grew up in Evansville, Indiana. My wife and I both went to Evansville Lutheran School. I transferred in in sixth grade. Uh, she had a crush on me for a few months. That's the, the story. But that <laughs> fell off for a long time until <laughs> senior year of college. But anyway, but we trans- I transferred in, my younger brothers as well. And being there at Evansville Lutheran School, uh, which my wife had enjoyed since kindergarten, had a huge impact on my family and a huge impact on me and my brothers. And, and there's a big part of me that wonders would I be sitting here as a pastor if I hadn't begun life uh, at some stage at a Lutheran school. Uh, then went to public school, went to Concordia, Chicago, went to be a pastor. And now, now that I'm here and we are at Green Park, um, it's it's more than just something I need to say as a pastor. It's something I firmly believe that, that our kids need this formative uh, space, this safe space to be formed into the image of Christ and to be, to have that happen with teachers who love them. Not to say that doesn't happen in other places, but but I've seen it and I and I understand it and um and to hear some of the things that come out of their mouths that you just don't expect, right? Where they come home from school and they're just talking about whatever it might be and something profoundly like that's Jesus somehow in your life, the Holy Spirit. Not, you know, maybe it was memory work or maybe it's just something that happened with their teachers or from chapel or you know, it's because because it is so much more than just memory work or the theology lesson. It's it's everything from start to finish of the school day, the entire community that is at its best and what I believe is true at Green Park, just firmly committed to these kids being raised to know Jesus forever, uh, not just through eighth grade, not just through 12th grade, but that they would live, they would die with the Lord. So that's what, that's what I'm all about. And I've seen the, the love and the care. Uh, my son, I didn't ask his permission to tell this story, but you know, he'll forgive me later. He fell. He's got a brand new playground at Green Park and he was playing on the fireman pole and he fell. And, you know, uh, it's unclear whether it was three feet or five feet, but he fell a great distance. He was scared. 
And to get the phone call and to hear how the nurse, the teachers who were on duty, the custodian, Mr. Otto, who is just like a part of the family, carried my son all the way from the playground to the nurse's office. And to get the calls from the principal and just say, we're praying for you. The, the number of students in his first grade class who went home and told their parents about it. And the parents then reached out to say, hey, we hope Josiah is okay. We prayed for him today at dinner. Like, that's the difference. That's that's everything in a moment, right? For me to say, this is why this is such a profound investment in my kids. Because uh, I'm their dad and I'm their pastor, but I can only do so much, right? And it falls to me, but but it takes a community. It takes a village, as they say. And... And it's, it's all there. And I've seen it now on the Lisa board to be true at all of our Lutheran schools. They all have their strengths, different areas of emphasis maybe, but, but that community, that love, that Christ-centered formation, more than just education, more than just filling the head, but shaping the heart. That's what Lutheran education is all about. And it's beautiful. And I'm proud to be part of the Lisa organization that makes that a reality for people all around the city. How have you seen it made a difference for your family as a whole? Because, I mean, you shared a great story about how it's made a difference for, for one of your kids. How do you see it influencing your, your family as, a, as your family and as part of the greater congregation, too? I'd say the way it influences my family and the way it shaped us. I don't know if this is the correct answer, <laughs> but, but the one that comes to mind is, is I think all of us as parents and especially as Christian parents, probably have a longing for allies. Mm. We want allies in raising our children. So, I mean, it makes differences around the kid, the dinner table. It makes differences when you're disciplining. It makes differences when, when my oldest and my second are getting in a fight and then they end with forgiveness, not just it's okay, but I forgive you, right? Those are our words. Those are Christian words of power. But I think too, for us as a family to be enmeshed with allies who are, all have the same idea that we want to raise these kids. And that's a a comforting place to be in a world that can be weird or, or scary <laughs> to say, I know that we have allies. We are not alone in this, but there are other families and other kids who we love and they love our kids. And um, so obviously maybe more to the point around the dinner table, the conversations that are had, the memory work that pops up in random places when they just suddenly have God's word coming out of their mouth. Um, all of those different ways from the way we interact as a family, the way we interact at school, it's all just, I'd say too, it's, it's uh, fortified. That's not the word I'm looking for, but it's the foundations made stronger from what we do at home mm -hmm. and what is happening at the school. It's all, it's all connected. What I'm hearing is it has a lot to do with identity as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, today in, in today's culture, today's society, one of the, the challenges we face is um, how our children are developing identity. What I hear you saying is my children are, are not only being taught God's word, but being shaped then, and their identity is really clarified in who they are in Christ in, yes. in what they're experiencing in their Lutheran school. Yes, absolutely. That it's more than our brains being things to be filled with knowledge, but hearts to be shaped. And that's what I see happening at, at Green Park. It's what I see and hear about through, we start every board meeting at Lisa with these incredible testimonies about one family or one child or another. And so we hear about it happening, not just at Green Park, but all over the city, that children are being formed, their hearts are being shaped in the truth and in love and being known and, and being safe in this community of grace. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in those meetings and hear those stories. Mm -hmm. They are fantastic. <laughs> I mean, they are, they are stunning. Some of them just, you know, some of them are videos. Some of them are letters from a grandparent or a parent. 
I hope I'm not stealing Libby's thunder on this, <laughs> but they are they are incredible. And to hear the impact that not just for my children and my family at one school, but that is happening all around this metro area is incredible. And to think about how this all started, uh, how many years ago, Libby? 19. 19 years ago <laughs> and to what it's become and the number of children impacted in this identity that they may not get other, anywhere else. Um, it's what makes this entire thing so worthwhile. Libby, are there any stories that come to mind from from past weeks? I know this is kind of like, I'm just throwing a curveball here, but any stories that come to mind? I know you probably can't necessarily always share names, but... Oh, I can't share this name, but I, knew, I do know of a parent who had a child that was on the autism specter, and they were thinking that maybe they needed to go to a Christian school, Lutheran school, perhaps. They weren't necessarily Lutherans, but they were looking at private school, thinking that that might be a better fit for that child rather than public. And so they were they were looking at St. Paul de Pere and they interviewed. They weren't sure they're going to go there. But the teacher whose class that would have been went out and over the summer took a course on how to deal with children with autism. Mm. And so when that parent found out the teacher had already taken a course on what to do with, with her child, she's like, well, I, I could not apply. And so. They did end up putting their child into that school and, and and that child went all the way through because that one teacher had gone out and made the extra effort to make sure that family felt like they could be there and, mm-hmm. and they could handle it. So that's that's just one of thousands of teachers we have that do things like that. And so this year we're focusing with our our principals. So we do professional development with our principals and our teachers. And speaking of Concordia, Wisconsin, we just had Concordia, Wisconsin's Department of Education down here September 1st doing classes for 600 of our teachers. And they were down at the Concordia Kirkwood and Webster Garden campuses doing classes that morning. And so we we love partnering with, with them when possible. And then we had another professional development program with our principals. And we're talking about mental health this year and not just our teachers who have a lot of their own health and mental health needs, but also mainly our children, right? And one of the things that we were we were talking about was the importance of every child to feel like they were they that they were known by somebody other than their own family that 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 they had an identity at the school. Speaking to what David was just saying a few minutes ago, knowing something, every teacher knowing something about that child, maybe the name of their pet, maybe the name of their sibling. Maybe when their birthday is, but that is that is the emphasis that you can do in the school settings that we have, knowing every child for who they are and what their family is. And 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 that's really what our our Lutheran schools can do. How have you seen, Libby, how have you seen Lutheran schools make a difference for you and your own family? Well, I my my family, we decided to send our children to St. John Ellisville out in the Ellisville area. And our kids were raised through that school system. And that was really awesome. And, and what I saw and what we enjoyed was the, the extended family. You know, not only do you have your children engaged with a school, but then all of a sudden you're engaged with those families, those parents. And then maybe it extends through church. Maybe, you know, you're then starting, and I hear this from other families, they didn't maybe go to the, that church that their schools are you know, associated with, but they realize the children kind of bring them along. You know, there's vacation Bible school and there's stuff going on in the summer and there's youth programs on weekends. And so it draws, and that's the mission, really. That's the mission of our Lutheran schools. It's not just to shepherd our own. 
it's it's a mission field for those 50% of the kids that aren't from any of our Lutheran schools. And it brings those families in to a safe place and their children lead them. Yeah. <laughs> children lead them. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's what we really have saw in our family was that all of our friends and, and even now, my kids are in their 30s and have their own children and are sending their kids to Lutheran schools because my husband and I wanted to make sure we could support them to do that. And so we're kind of incentivizing them to and encouraging them till they get so far in that they can't pull out. So <laughs> at that point, but, you know, but even my children's friends are from, from those uh, elementary, of course, that's such a St. Louis thing to do, <laughs> to have all your friends be from grade school. But that is, that is true. <laughs> and, and then, and they, and they still enjoy each other's company today. And, and we enjoy those families that we got to know from our churches. And so it really becomes an extended, extended family. Yes. Well, just as someone on the front lines, not only on the Lisa board, but on the Green Park School board as one of the pastors. So that what Libby just described of the children leading, it works in the number of baptisms at just one of our schools in the last four or five years since I've been here is astounding from people who were not connected to a Lutheran church or school who then became connected through the school and maybe through Lisa dollars who then entire families baptized like that is happening and it's incredible to see that it's more than just a child getting an academic education it is potential for evangelism and in a full family discipleship of following jesus it, it's happening and it's incredible we have more to share about lutheran schools in the st louis area through lutheran elementary school association and their great event coming up very soon here in the st louis area you are listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates i'm sarah golseth At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're talking with our friends from Lutheran Elementary School Association. Great event right around the corner here in St. Louis, Brew in the Lou. We're going to share more details about that in just a minute. I just have to share, I, I have to add my own personal story to <laughs> your, your stories about Lutheran schools and, and exactly what both of you were describing Lutheran schools being so so great at helping develop identity in Christ for our child, but also that that community, that extended family is something that we have certainly experienced, not only at school of function at school functions, but also at church. Even as you pointed out, families who aren't necessarily members of our congregation, but are coming to events at church, coming to hear God's word together. Um, with their kids because their kids have invited them to come hear God's word, to come to something at at church as well. And when we show up at other events in the community, people can't really tell whose family is whose because all the (laughs) kids are together, all the parents are together, just because we we have that that sense of community, that close community that we have that's developed through our Lutheran school. So I hear exactly what you're saying. I've seen that myself. And 
thanks be to God for so many great Lutheran schools in the St. Louis area that are providing that. And not just in St. Louis. We know that there are wonderful Lutheran schools outside of the St. Louis area. But here in the St. Louis area, we have a wonderful organization, Lutheran Elementary School Association, that does some outstanding things to support Lutheran schools. What are those things? You you mentioned professional development for teachers just a little bit ago. Share with us a little bit more about that and other ways that Lutheran Elementary School Association supports schools, families, teachers. So our original charter 19 years ago with the support of Lutheran Foundation was twofold. One was to provide a networking opportunity for our local principals because each of our principals works in their own schools. They're somewhat siloed. They have almost superintendent-like responsibilities. The, the principals are the ones who decide, you know, if you're going to have a if you're going to have a snow day. That's a you big know, role. What's the holiday? <laughs> yeah, are you wearing face masks this year? Mm. You know, all those decisions that are, are usually made at a higher level. Our principals are stuck making those decisions. You know, who's going to be who's who's going to be the cafeteria worker? You know, who's going to teach second grade? So there's a lot of stuff thrust on these principals, and so. Uh, our original charter included a networking opportunity, and we've turned that into professional development and slash networking for our principals in our area. And, and we support 32 schools right now. There's 32 schools in the metro, and I'm talking metro. That includes our Illinois, Southern Illinois friends, as well as out in St. Charles and just a couple of congregations and ch- schools down in Arnold area. And so the principals get together four times a year. They get to know each other so that when they're off, you know, when they're not together, they can make phone calls. We do a little bit of mentoring or a PAL program for some of our newbies. And we've had quite a few newbies in the last couple of years. And then once a year, we pull all of our teachers together where possible. And September 1st, we did that and do some large, and it's, it's pretty hard to do, to do any kind of professional development for K, preschool through 12th grade teachers, but we were able to pull that off this last year, thanks to uh, our friends in Wisconsin. And so we do that for the teachers once a year, and they get credit for that. And then the second charter was scholarship. And there was a, a group of gentlemen and women that had gotten together and wanted to support, at the time, our inner city schools, who were really struggling with keeping the schools open, paying their teachers, getting getting city schools to be able to afford the parents to be able to afford their education, the tuitions there. So we started a scholarship program to support financial aid for those kids. It expanded though throughout the entire metro area. So now all 32 of our schools are eligible and are members of, of our organization so that they can receive financial aid to support some of the families who have the the higher need or or and 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 would not send their kids to a Lutheran school otherwise. So how have those scholarships impacted families this year? Well, so we just mailed the checks a week ago. That's always the fun part. We mailed them out to 30 schools and we mailed half, well, our awards this year are going to be $567,000. Wow. So we mailed the first semester awards out and that is going to impact 565 kids. So yeah. We're excited about that. That gives us a grand total of about eight, close to $8 million that we've given away since we started 19 years ago. And that impacts about 5,000 kids. And so we're very honored and humbled that we can be part of that mission. Donors are the one who have been supporting that all along. And we're grateful that God's, you know, led them 
to see that need and see that as a mission field. You know, the LCMS charter 100 years ago, I'm not even sure how old we are, originally said that you could not start a church, an Mm -hmm. LCMS church, without starting a school first. The school was the heart of that congregation. And so that is why LCMS has more more parochial schools in the United States than any other denomination. And then, of course, we know about Catholic schools as well, but the Lutheran schools have really emphasized the importance of the center of that school for that congregational life. Lutheran schools certainly do make a difference. I think you guys have have demonstrated that really well today. And it takes resources to provide scholarships and professional development for our teachers here in the St. Louis area. And Lisa does, Lutheran Elementary School Association does a great job of providing those resources, but it takes dollars to make that happen. And you have some really fun events in order to raise those funds to make that happen. We have great donors, but tell us about the really fun event that's coming (laughs) up uh, right around the corner here in October. So this is the 11th year of a brew in the loo. This was started originally, it was a small event at the seminary. And we outgrew the seminary a few years ago. So we have been down at Francis Park in South City. It's beautiful. It's down by Holly Hills area. And we have, it's built up to over 2,000 guests now that come to this event. We have about 80 vendors that are all, a few of them are selling things, but we're talking about mostly breweries and a few wineries and some spirits. And so we we have a whole section of the homebrew section so there's Homebrewers Guild in the St. Louis area. They have a bunch of clubs and they come and and you can sample the Homebrewers brew. But we also have some of the, the big names that come in and they offer their beer like O'Fallon or we got Stumpy's come in, Good News, Boulevard is going to be there, Melvin Brewery, Rockwell. Four Hands. That was, that was my hands. jam when I was at seminary. Yeah. <laughs> Four Hands, of course. Yes. And so we, we have a number of, of breweries all coming in. And, and so you purchase a ticket. We give you our, we check your, check your um, ID to make sure you're old enough. We give you a wristband. <laughs> and for four hours, you can walk around the park with this sample uh, glass and, and uh, try different uh, beers, probably over a hundred different beers. That's a very exciting event for people who like to drink beer and wine. So this is, <laughs> it, it's a it great is. way to support Lutheran education too. It is. We also have some food vendors there so you can, you know, take a break and have a Steve's hot dog <laughs> or or a, a Dogtown pizza or, you know, I think we just brought in a, a new vendor today. So it's, it's and of course, you got some chili. So we're doing a chili competition between some of the churches. Right. Resurrection's going to win. I'm just throwing it out. Well, there. All right. Uh, I don't we'll know. Check I, back I got St. John Ellis still coming. So or Pathfinder. So, yeah, we're, we're this different schools are all bringing in some of them chili so that we 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 have sample chili, so that's free, the chili sampling, because we want to make right. sure that there's a base there um, as you walk around the park. And we'll have a band coming in from Kansas City. We're excited wow. about them, Damian Gunn. And so it's gonna, it's quite the afternoon. It's really fun. Like I said, we, 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 you know, we got 11 years into this, so we do a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. And the community, we, we get a lot of community people, but a lot of these churches and all, a lot of these schools are all selling tickets and it's really kind of a fun event. I, I hear people from the from the Lutheran system go that they love to come because they always run into people they never see otherwise other oh, yeah. than brew. So yeah. oh, it's yeah. sort of sort of like a, a alumni event yes. feels like. 
Great big Lutheran family reunion. Feels appropriate. Yeah, you know. Yes. Lutherans yeah. love their beer, apparently. So Apparently. That's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> what do our listeners need to know to attend? How to buy tickets? Where to park? Oh, this is yes. in St. Louis. Any so, of those details. Parking is always a fun thing. But <laughs> but Francis Park, the one thing I do love about it is you can park all the way around it. And there's it's like parking, parking, parking. We don't have any competitors for the park this year. So you can park around the park. Uber is always a good option if you live anywhere nearby. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can buy tickets. We have a website called brewinthelou.com. Lou is L-O-U, just to be sure that people outside St. Louis know that a Lou is actually Louis. Yes. So, yes, so <laughs> brewinthelou.com. And uh, tickets are $50 if you buy them ahead of time, 60 if you walk up. So we're expecting gorgeous weather because it's October in St. Louis, and that's mm-hmm. the best month of the of the entire year here. Yep. So it's it's a great month. And that, yes, and if you know a brewer who is not signed up to come, we certainly would love to have them. We have a number, a lot of small brewers here in town that we would love to add to our group because people want to, if people want to try you out and then they want to go, they want to go to your restaurant and try it out. So. Brew in the Lou, L-O-U dot com. Now, Pastor, it sounds like you've been going for a while to Brew in the Lou. What's your advice for first timers? For first timers, one is just to know it is well worth the money. It's a great event. The second bit of advice would be to, to carpool, maybe have someone driving you, or you could just come and volunteer. I don't know if we need more volunteers. Libby, do we need more volunteers? Well, you could always use more volunteers, yeah. Okay, we might need some more volunteers. Because <laughs> then you, well, I, I won't spoil that. Just look up on the website, and if it says volunteer <laughs> here, find out what happens. But no, just be ready for a good time. If it's your first time, just come with some friends, meet some friends, uh, support an incredible institute or organization, Lutheran Elementary School Association, LISA for short. It is an event you don't want to miss if you live anywhere near St. Louis. And that helps provide scholarships for students to Lutheran schools here in Thousands the St. Louis area. Of dollars. And also professional development for our Lutheran educators here in the St. Louis area as well. Brewinthelou.com. It's coming up Saturday, October 14th. Yes, we're going to have great weather here in October for this great mm-hmm. event. Our guest today, Libby Guberle, CEO for Lutheran Elementary School Association. Libby, thanks so much. Thank you. And Pastor David Greenwald from Resurrection Lutheran Church here in St. Louis and a member of the the Board of Directors for Lutheran Elementary School Association. Pastor, thanks very much for being our guest. Honored to be here. Thank you. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.